from WHCT in Bike Lake City. This is our Christmas special. A Nito production. Collaboration with with me, Theo. And I'm Pearl. I'm Archie. And this is Jones. <laughs> it's Christmas time. But first, this. Our Christmas special is brought to you by our sponsor. Do you need a couch cushion for in your living room? Do you need a maze of blankets and chairs filling your hallway? We can make it happy. All your fort dreams you can come true with fortitude. Kitchen, closets, bathrooms, we can Turn any room into a fort. Hello, I'm Archie, the owner, fort the designer, satisfaction guarantee. Fort. Some restrictions apply, cannot guarantee. Fort will last for more than five minutes. We do not recommend living in the fort long term. Satisfaction guarantee based on 1985 Fort Builders Union survey. to bring you another story with Siggy the Elf, written and told to you by our favorite storyteller, Jay. Siggy the Elf loved Christmas Eve at the North Pole. Santa's workshop always felt more alive on the big night. Elves danced in their festive sweaters. Music filled the air. Lights twinkled brightly, and frosted Christmas cookies were everywhere. Midnight grew closer, and Siggy had one more toy to make. He just finished his hot chocolate break, and as he skipped toward his workbench, he got a little distracted by all the holiday whimsy. Normally, this wouldn't be a problem, but on Christmas Eve, a little distraction can go a long way. I don't know if you're familiar with the Office of Safety for Holiday Assistance, but the people at OSHA are really strict at Santa's workshop. According to their regulations, all elves are required to get two squirts of hand sanitizer before returning to their workbenches after a break. Hand sanitizer is good for keeping things clean, but it's also the way Santa shares his magic with his elves. You might not believe it, but a single bottle of hand sanitizer is strong enough to turn a cranky old miser like Ebenezer Scrooge into a toy-making powerhouse like Geppetto. But like I said, Siggy was distracted. He forgot to get his hand sanitizer, and it was obvious. 
He was working on a toy horse for a boy named Arthur, but the horse looked more like a refrigerator with eyes and hooves. Siggy bit his lip and turned the horse over in his hands. Huh, that ain't right. He grabbed a carving knife and some sandpaper. For the next thirty minutes, he tried to make the block of wood look more like a horse, but without hand sanitizer, Siggy didn't have the skill to get it right. On the other side of the workshop, Siggy's supervisor blew her whistle, signaling she was on her way to pick up the remaining toys. They had to be wrapped and stacked before Santa's flight. That's when Siggy realized his mistake. He put down his tools and the horse and ran to the workshop entrance to get a couple of squirts of sanitizer. He only had a few minutes to fix this toy. But when he pushed the pump on the bottle of sanitizer, he found the bottle was empty. He pushed and jiggled the pump wildly, trying to get the last little bit of sanitizer. But the bottle was completely dry. He ran to the supply closet down the hall, knocking over brooms and tripping over plungers until he found another bottle. I'm running out of time, he thought, as he stuffed the bottle into his tool belt and sprinted back to the workshop. The truth was, Siggy was already too late. When he burst through the door, his supervisor was loading toys onto the conveyor belt of the wrapping station. Mechanical arms flew into motion, covering each toy with beautiful paper, folding it tightly and taping it into place. Siggy saw a lumpy present making its way to the sleigh, and he knew it was his! He jumped onto the conveyor belt and tried to snatch it, but mechanical arms grabbed his legs and wrapped them festively. Siggy tripped! He tried to shout to the elves nearby, but another set of mechanical arms folded him in half and covered his mouth with a large strip of tape and a bow. He ripped the decorations free just as he reached the end of the conveyor belt. He fell to the hard workshop floor, bonking his head, and everything went black. Siggy woke to the sound of elves cheering. He looked up. Santa was in his sleigh. The reindeer were galloping forward, and in a moment they were gone into the night. It's okay. Siggy thought, I can still fix this. With everyone celebrating, it was easy to sneak into the stables and borrow a reindeer. Unfortunately, the strongest and fastest reindeer were attached to Santa's sleigh, and Siggy had to hitch a ride with one of the younger, slower reindeer. It's okay, Siggy thought. Santa has a lot of places to go before he reaches Arthur's house. I'll go straight there. I'll wait for him, and when he arrives, I'll let him know I just need a few more minutes to fix the horse before he delivers it. Siggy checked his tool belt, making sure he had all the right tools. The journey to Arthur's house was long and cold. Snow was falling when he arrived. Pine trees surrounded Arthur's house, and the branches were already weighed down with thick clumps of marshmallowy snow. Siggy felt a stab of dread as he tiptoed to the house. He hoped it would be dark and quiet, but a fire glowed in the hearth, and he heard the sounds of a typical Christmas morning. Siggy was too late. He peered through the living room window. A small family sat on the floor. The children scampered with the treasures of their meager Christmas morning, while the parents sat quietly admiring. Siggy saw his present, hidden and unopened beneath the tree. Maybe I could sneak in through the kitchen and snatch it while the kids are distracted, Siggy thought. But once again, it was too late. A little boy giggled as he retrieved the final gift and moved to the center of the room to open it. The other children gathered round, excited to see what magic Santa left just for them. 
Ziggy couldn't see the toy, but he saw the confusion on the boy's face. What is that? one of the children asked. Confusion melted to disappointment. Sadness wasn't far behind. Siggy couldn't watch anymore. I've ruined Christmas, he thought, as he slumped in the snow. The father's calm voice filled the silence. Now that's interesting. The children looked up as he walked to the cedar chest on the other side of the room. That was where Mama kept all her special things, the things children weren't allowed to touch. He pulled out an old blanket, a tiny white dress, and some fancy dishes, laying them carefully to the side. Next came a small wooden toy barn. The red paint was faded. Many of the miniature planks were scratched or broken. One of the barn doors was completely missing, and it was empty. No hay, no tools, no cows, no nothing. Daddy, what is that? the boy asked. This is something Grandpa made a long time ago. I can remember bits and pieces of that Christmas. I was probably eight or nine years old. It took him a long time, but he built an entire farm. This is all that's left. Can I borrow this, son? he asked, reaching for the horse. Placed the horse inside. The rough, scratched-up horse fit perfectly in the worn-out, broken-down barn. I don't know if you can see it, son, but your gift makes mine better. Here, give it a try. The other children laughed and threw wrapping paper in the air to rekindle their celebration. Christmas morning was saved. Siggy was glad, but he also wasn't. Christmas wouldn't have needed saving if he had done his job properly. As he stood to walk away, he slipped on a patch of ice. Jingle-toed shoes flew into the air, along with all the tools in Siggy's tool belt. From his spot on the ground, Siggy noticed the icicles dangling from the edge of the roof. They must have dripped and created a sheet of ice right here under the window. But instead of grumbling about the ice and the second concussion, Siggy got an idea. He slowly got to his feet, reached up, and tugged on an icicle, breaking off a large chunk. He retrieved one of his carving tools from the snow and started to work. He sat in the shadow of the pine trees for a few hours, trying his best to carve horses, cows, sheep, and chickens out of ice. He placed each one in the limbs of the pine tree so he could polish them later. These toys weren't great, but in the quiet morning light, without the distractions of the workshop, he certainly improved. While gathering the rest of his tools, he found the bottle of hand sanitizer. Your gift makes mine better, he thought, as he brushed off the snow. Ziggy returned to the tree. He picked up an icy horse and put one drop of hand sanitizer on top. A small light appeared in the heart of the clear ice. The light grew, and the horse started to glow warmly, but it didn't melt. It actually felt a little stronger, more solid. Siggy put it back in the tree and added a drop of sanitizer to each of his carvings. Each one glowed, and soon the entire tree was covered with glowing crystal lights. Siggy loved the sight of it so much 
that he decorated another tree when he returned to the North Pole a few hours later. And he made one the year after that. And the year after that. Yes, Siggy enjoyed the holiday season at Santa's workshop. The music, the hot chocolate, the festive sweaters, and the frosted cookies. But he also loved the small crystal lights on his Christmas tree, because they reminded him of a kind, loving father, an old empty barn, and the special gifts placed inside. Christmas guy on the little side. Those are our Christmas specials. Let's go ask him. Hey, Christmas guy. Do you know? Whoosh. Look, there it is. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed, the little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the heavens looked down where he lay, the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me. I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. From all of us at WHCT, we wish you all the merriest Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. This and every year. our show. Wait! We never found our Christmas special. Archie, don't you know? Christmas is always special as long as you keep it in your heart. Oh, that makes sense. A very special thanks to our storyteller, Jay. And thanks to our sponsor, Fortitude. When you need a fart fast, call Fortitude. 
Until next time, when we bring you our annual report. I'm Theo. And I'm Pearl. I'm Archie. And this is Jonah.